Welcome back, everybody, to episode 65 of the Jake and Joe Show. I'm Jake. And I'm Joe. And this week, we're coming at you with a couple topics we teased last week. Realistic goal setting and creating value in your time. I know we've been spending a lot of time on our notes this week, so we've been excited to bring this to you. So the schedule for today is going to be our usual intro stuff, what we've been up to. Song of the week, we're going to bring that main topic to you, teach you how to set some goals, creating some value, and we're going to close out. So Joe, what'd you do this week, man? I haven't been up to that much. Uh, Pretty boring week for me, except that I got some new tea that I was pretty excited to try. It is highly caffeinated tea. Oh, wow. It is supposed to be a replacement for coffee. Yeah. The downside to being a tea drinker is that normal tea has much, much less caffeine than coffee does. Um, An eight ounce glass of coffee has anywhere from like 150 to 160 milligrams of caffeine, whereas tea only has like 40 to 50. Hmm. But this tea, they claim, has as much caffeine as coffee. I don't really know how they pull that off. I looked at the little tea bag this morning and it was just leaves in a bag. I don't know if they coat it in caffeine powder or what it is they (laughs) They, do. They they dip it in coffee. (laughs) But it was really good. I had, um, I think it's called Lady Grey. Yep. And it was like an Earl Grey fruity mix and it was really good. Hmm. Did you feel the caffeine? So I think I've talked to you about this. Maybe it was someone else about how the caffeine in tea has like a different chemical or something attached to it that causes the caffeine to be released into your body slower over a longer period of time. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you drink coffee, the way that it enters your bloodstream or whatever it does, it's very quick. So that's why you can sometimes get like jittery after you drink a lot of coffee. Um, But with tea, it's more like a slow burn. Like you ingest that caffeine and then it slowly releases itself throughout the day. So you never have that crash right and this is just the first day that i have tried it but i did notice a difference Um, normally i would drink like an energy drink or something like that in the morning on mornings when i needed it and i would notice by mid-afternoon that i was really starting to drag like it it hit me hard but today i i felt pretty good throughout the entire day it seemed to slowly you know wear off as the day went on which is pretty cool oh neat i'm not much of a tea drinker but i would probably want to try that just to see if it Gives me the same energy as coffee does. Yeah. Anyway, enough about me. I'm more interested in something that you said you did this last week. Is that that so? I'm pretty sure that you stuck to. Yeah. Uh, You told me that for a week you were going to be sleeping from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. How'd it go? Or how many days into it are you? So this is... I I know I started it either Tuesday night when we recorded last. Okay. Or Wednesday night. Okay. So I am I think about it, a weekend. I think it might have been Tuesday because I remember yeah. messaging you when I finished editing the episode Wanting and you play. were already in bed. Oh, oh yeah, you're remember right. Remember I asked you if yeah. you would uh, upload the promo or something yes. and you're like, sorry, I'm not helping you with the podcast anymore. Do it yourself. Right. I, you... I do remember that. <laughs> it's very common of me to say. Yeah. You say that all the time. I, sorry, I'm just a voice. I don't yeah. do anything else anymore. <laughs> Excuse me. Are you asking me to do something? <laughs> besides speak i wanted to do this in kind of in the spirit of no zero days and the potential series that we might get into with setting goals and things like that i wanted to have a consistent sleep schedule mostly because i wanted to see if it actually made a difference yeah i don't have much to report right now except 
from day three, after the third day, I did notice that I woke up super easy, right at six, no problem whatsoever. Was it, has it been consistent since then? It would have been consistent, I'm sure, if we didn't stay out late Saturday. Yeah, what was um, it, like 1 a.m. It was when one before I, yeah. Leaving? Bef- well, shoot, I think it was about one before, yeah, before I went to bed. So that really screwed me up. Um, Sunday night, I went to bed right at actually 9, 9.30, and I wow. still had a hard time waking up at 6. Yeah. So I think it's going to be something that I have to keep going yeah. for a couple weeks to get more consistent with it. Right. Maybe have a weekend where I don't stay up super late so mm-hmm. that I can get that consistency. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, being the age that you and my – I mean, we're not really the same <laughs> age, you're old, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. The weekend is when we do things, and those things don't normally end at, like, 8 p.m. No. <laughs> I mean, it was Adria's get-together birthday thing. Yeah. We met up at 6, and we didn't leave the pool hall until, like, 10.30. 10.30. Yeah. And we came back here, and then we played Jackbox until, I, dude, I think people Probably started leaving at 12.30, almost yeah. 1. It was really late when people started leaving. And, I mean... You don't want to be like, well, sorry, guys. I got to leave. <laughs> I got to go stick to my schedule. I got to go home and go to bed. Yeah. So I can see how that that's difficult to stick to for sure. Mm. Um, but hearing that it made it easier to get up, that's pretty cool. That is so far the best thing. What I'm really hoping for is eventually for me to actually feel more energy throughout the day. Right. So my body just has that consistency and it knows, hey, you know, it is 10. I'm sleeping. Right. I don't want to be up. So speaking of energy throughout the day, do you feel like your uh, your medication or whatever that you're taking like do you feel like you're at a point now where it is working for you okay that's another thing i wanted to bring up it wasn't until yesterday or the day before i think that i thought to myself shoot i'm not the best guinea pig for this experiment because i don't have a thyroid gland to produce the natural hormones that can balance themselves out yeah i like I'm on a synthetic thyroid hormone that's a set amount. Like I'm on 150 micrograms, no matter if I'm 200 pounds or 180 pounds, no matter if I went to bed at three or went to bed at nine, my results are going to be probably different than the average person. But to answer your question, I don't, I can't really tell if it's having any different effect on me with a mm-hmm. new sleeping schedule, I think it's it's very consistent. It, it's more consistent than your natural body would be, but your natural hormones would be able to balance better. So, so. the the hormone that you're taking yeah. is a hormone, correct? Yeah, it's like it's synthetic thyroid hormones. So, is it the hormone that your thyroids produce while you sleep? I'm confused. No, just that- like throughout. Throughout the day? The day or and sleep. I mean, I guess. I don't know much about it. Right. I just know that it has a lot to do with metabolism and energy. Okay. Because I was wondering if like, if you have a set dosage that mm-hmm. you're taking, I wonder if you could figure out for that set dosage, like, okay, I'm trying to think of a better way to explain this. If I sleep from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., yeah. let's say my body makes 100 grams of this hormone. I'm yeah. just making up numbers. Let's say you're taking 200 grams of this hormone. Mm-hmm. How many hours of sleep would produce 200 grams 
and then yeah. get that much sleep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea. How much, what, what is the number that you take? Like 150 micrograms. Oh, so 100 wow. grams would be like insane. You wow. Die. Okay. So 150 <laughs> micrograms. Yeah. How long does it take a sleeping body to produce 150 micrograms of this hormone? Right. Try sleeping that long combined with the medication and see how it makes you feel. Yeah. I wonder if there's a way that you can do that, if your doctor can tell you. No idea. Because I'm sure it's different for each person. Yeah. And I don't even know if that's how it works, honestly. Right. Like it, I feel like it probably has to do with the whole day, the whole 24-hour period, not just your sleep cycle. But anyway, I mean, the reason why I'm doing this is for this whole series that we're talking about and creating value in my time, which is something that we're going to be talking about because I, I want to give myself a deadline of the day. So my deadline is 10. And it's kind of killing multiple birds with one stone in the sense that I'm creating value in that specific day. And I'm also theoretically feeling better the next day because I'm getting enough sleep. Mm. You like uh, killing birds with one stone don't you oh shoot we've talked about that you mentioned a lot. that last yeah. episode i'm a bird murderer <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bird murderer yeah when i was a kid i would uh turn on sesame street and i don't know why but whenever big bird showed up on screen i would just get filled with some inexplicable rage and it's just kind of turned into <laughs> you just murdering <laughs> birds all over the place it's turned into this wrath for birds <laughs> Hey, yes. welcome back to the Jake and Joe show. I'm your host, Joe, and I'm Jake the Bird Murderer. <laughs> Jake the Bird Murderer. Man, that has a ring to it. We should probably uh, get to our songs, huh? Yeah, I guess we could get to our songs. <laughs> All right. What do you got this week? Well, this week I brought something that I didn't realize was so... Had niche? so many... Yeah, so niche. I get, Yeah, great word, actually. It has less than 1,000 views as of right now on YouTube. It's called 404... By oneself lark. You say less than a thousand views right now like it was just uploaded. This was uploaded in 2018. Yeah. So if it's going to have gotten views, it will have gotten them by now. Well, no. My thought process is because I mentioned it, it's oh, going to hit a thousand like oh. within a week. Dude, they can credit you. Yeah. And then copyright claim our episode and have it taken down because we're featuring 30 seconds of their song in our show. And even though we helped them get right. recognition. Yeah, no big deal. We whatever. want their money. Sir, we don't have any money. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, so this is just a funky song. It's weird. And it has all those like, basically, yeah, funky, weird vibes that I look for. And the chorus is neat. So here's 30 seconds of 404 by One Self Lark. That was a real funky, fresh beat, Jake. Good. I was just going to say, I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> I did enjoy that. <laughs> so I don't really have much else to say. Um, I would like to point out yeah. the album art looks like they made it in MS Paint, which I love. You know, it totally does. They definitely <laughs> did. It's definitely MS Paint. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if these guys have any other songs with views or whatever, but I would listen to them. Yeah, I'm going to check them out. I say that a lot and never do. 
Well, just so you maybe know. that's a new goal that you set for yourself. Could be. <gasps> it's pretty low on the totem pole right now. But well, we'll get to that. Someday. Put it on the list. Yeah. Put it on your list of goals. Listen. Actually listen to the artists that I feature in Song of the Week. <laughs> actually care about the music. <laughs> Hashtag season three, Jake. Go ahead and uh, let us know what you brought today. My Song of the Week this week is by an artist named Kaylee Morg. She's got darkness in her name. Mm. get it Morg? nice intro yeah i mean i totally ripped it off from a, a line from the song actually i think it's in another one of her songs oh. but anyway uh this song is called do you feel this way and it's featuring another artist that i had in an earlier song of the week i think back in season three his name is weathan i think the name of the song i used by him was oh i don't even remember at this point i'd have to look it up anyway, i do remember that name you did yeah, use it at some I, point i can't remember what the song was but uh, he apparently did the track for this song. She's singing over it. Mm. I really like this girl's voice. Um, I originally heard her. I think I just I was listening to another song I knew on Spotify, and I created a song radio based on that song. And this song was in that list. Oh yeah. Um, the original song that I listened to was "Siren" by Kaylee Morg. Um, but then I started listening to some of her other music because I really liked her voice, and I came upon "Do You Feel This Way." really like it so here's 30 seconds people around here want love so bad they don't care if you're faking it if it feels feel crazy there's no changing there's no mistaking you only call me on the telephone cause i can't see the lies written on your face your secrets know that really like that weird sound at the chorus it kind of yeah, brings it all together that's uh what weathan is really good at like if you listen to some of his other music he uses sounds that i've never heard in other artists of the same genre mm. um, he does some more of like the radio uh friendly poppy kind of dance songs a few of them not a lot but even those sound unique to the genre and i really like what he's doing I like her vo- her vocals a lot, um, so it was a obvious song of the week pick for me. Yeah. I think having those little sounds in there is one of the best ways to differentiate yourself. Right. Because it just instantly gets your attention. Yeah, I, you're right, because this song without those noises is just another generic. It's generic. Right. That's why I always look for weirdness. Because mm. even if it's like in itself not necessarily great, because it's in a song... It just makes the song unique. Do you think, uh, side tangent here, do you think we'll ever run out of weirdness for, like, music? Like, do you ever think we'll get to a point where most sounds have been used before? So it's hard to create something that kind doesn't of. sound like anything else. Kind of, but I. But your fir- with your first question, is weirdness ever going to go away? No. Or, yeah, no, I don't think it is right. because... Weirdness weird changes. changes. Right. Exactly. But... In the sense that eventually maybe we're going to run out of sounds. Well, I guess yes and no. It's really inconclusive there. I know. Because there's so many variations that you can do. Right. Which is why there's like three major chords and there's still (laughs) new songs being made today. That's true. I know uh, Vsauce has a video where he talks about if we'll ever run out of new music. Yeah. He does like the math and whatever on like 
when will songs start to repeat themselves or whatever. Mm. And it's something astronomical. It's like if a new song was made every day for like the next 100 million years or something like that, we still wouldn't have a song that repeats itself. Wow. But that doesn't mean that the weirdness or those weird sounds won't run out. So I just thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that is cool. So that about wraps up Song of the Week this week, guys. I don't know about you, but I sure do feel like the show is just zipping by this week. So we're going to get on to our main topic of discussion, realistic goal setting. So basically what we want to do here is we want to talk about, I mean, we've been doing, it's almost like we're turning into a motivational podcast in a way where we've been talking no more zero days, whether you're a night owl or a morning lark. I mean, I know that's not really motivational, but it's It can tie into that. Yeah, definitely. Because you're reasoning for want to be one or the other. Right. So this week, we're going to take it to setting those goals. And this was Jake's idea. So I'll let him give a little more info and take us into the conversation. But I like that we're continuing this trend of motivational type Mm. topics because it's helping me personally aside from how it's helping our listeners i feel like it's benefiting myself in my own life uh, because i felt more motivated lately not that i've actually done anything with that and that's kind of felt it that's kind of a (laughs) teaser for next week's topic yeah um but i do like this trend of motivational topics that being said take us into goal setting okay something i do want to mention is that i did notice this as we were kind of going through our notes, I kind of like, in a lot of ways, we make a good team. And this is a good example. My notes consisted of a lot of like generalized ideas and topics. And then you had more detailed things. So we kind of combined all that together. And now it makes so much sense. It's way more cohesive than either of our notes were on their own. Right. Um, And then in the sense of what you just said, with you being into this whole motivation podcast thing, I am all down for that. Because, I mean, as I've mentioned several times before, I haven't felt better about like my whole life in like five to seven years. Mm. So this is the time when I want to talk about stuff like this because it kind of keeps me in that attitude and it makes me see way more clearly than I have been in the past. And it's only going to get easier as the year goes on too because we're starting to end winter. Yes, and it's going to be happy and Things are turning green, warm. Yeah, it's going to be great. So I'm going to ask you to do fun things in the summer and you'll actually want to. (laughs) I'm going to be like, oh my word, yes, (laughs) yes. I'm going to open my curtain and say, hello, Mr. Sun. Let's go hiking. All right. The intro to Mr. Blue Sky starts playing when you slide (laughs) the curtains (laughs) open. (laughs) Man, that's perfect. I like that. All right, so maybe that should be your alarm song. Set, set your alarm so you wake up to that song. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm actually going to do that. <laughs> I love that song so much. So what we are going to talk about, as Joe said, we're going to talk about realistic goal setting and touch a little bit about creating value in your day. Um, I kind of split realistic goal setting into three different ideas: identifying your values, identifying the person that you want to be and identifying what brings you joy. And then we're going to go on from there. Okay. So let's start with identifying your values. If I had to ask you to make this a little interactive, Joe, and plus you're editing so that you can think of this for 10 minutes if you want, (laughs) what would you say one or two values of yours are? Money, Jake. 
Money. <laughs> it's all about money. I said that jokingly in a little bit that I just cut out of the show, but I really mean it. Money. Yeah. It is a value. Okay. And I say that jokingly and seriously no, yeah, at the it same is, time. It is a good one. Uh, you don't have to come up with more. I, I mean, mean, I money's my only motivator. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Just I, money. I guess I would say uh, being the best self, I, being my best self for those around me, like those I interact daily with, mm. um, I value how, like what type of person I am to those people. Mm-hmm. That's good. So- I wanted to talk about values a little bit because it's been something that's been on my mind for a while. And I'll give you an example. When I first went to college, I did not finish it. I ended up unofficially dropping out when I was 21. What does that mean, unofficially? Because I didn't just say, hey, I'm dropping out. I just just stopped showing up. Oh, okay. And I was so embarrassed. I was completely withdrawn. I just kind of wanted to avoid everybody for a while because I didn't want to talk about my situation. I felt super embarrassed. And <laughs> I would be embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's no, pretty I'm embarrassing. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> especially because it was like halfway into my third semester. I only had a semester and a half to go. Right. And yikes. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Man, I know you're looking back on yourself now and you're like mad that you that you let yourself do that yeah how did you get there like that's another episode (laughs) man that's a really deeply personal another episode well we're gonna do it we could we might we might we don't have to we don't have to it's pretty deep i am i am interested to know though like how you mentally got to the point where you're like i'm surprised i haven't told you before I don't. I don't know I that think you, you have. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'll. I'll. Uh, tell I'll tell me, you. But off the mic. I'll tell you off the mic. We can decide if it's good for another episode. Yeah. So, that was a, a value that I placed on my self worth on myself for so long is is going back to school, um, getting an education at least some sort of degree. I didn't even realize it, but from that point on. Until I started going back to school again last year, it was just like a really, I don't want to say dark time because that sounds dramatic, but there were some times when I was probably like literally depressed and at best completely just like neutral. Like I couldn't be happy because there was something missing and I didn't know what it was. And I think one of those things for me was feeling good about myself. And this is where values come in. For me, one of those values is education. And another is how I feel about my self-image, like my physical self-image. So I started going to the gym. I started losing weight and kind of like experimented with some different styles and stuff. And I'm finally at the point where I have that base layer value set now these are just a couple examples by the way but i feel like i couldn't really find myself worth anything until i had that base layer and it wasn't until i had those things that i made that realization so finding your values is both extremely hard and very important I can tell that this is something that you've clearly been thinking a lot about. I oh, mean, yeah. I think if I sat down for 15, 20 minutes and I tried to come up with my values, I could probably come up with something better than 
money. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I put you on the spot. You I didn't mean, know this was coming. Right. So. That's a hard thing to just like come up with. Yeah. I mean, I know I have values. Maybe it is worth sitting down for an hour and jotting them down and figuring out what they are. Yeah. Um, because I, I know this season I've talked a lot about making that learning Java. And that's clearly a value of mine. I don't know why I didn't mention that. I'm thinking of it now. Yeah. Uh, clearly it's a value. Why isn't it one of my higher values? Why? What other values do I have that I'm putting above something that clearly seems to mean so much to me? Right. And like I was saying, sometimes, it, almost all the time I feel, your most important values are almost impossible to find out, to determine, until you have it until you've made the decision to make it part of your life. Because if you were to ask me even two years ago what my values were, I don't think either of those two things would be something I said. In fact, I probably mm. would be like, I don't know. I don't really have any because I hadn't really discovered them yet. So it's just something that everyone has to And what did you say through. that you said education and what else? And I know, th and this is kind of vain, honestly, Oh, the but way the way you it's look. It's basically like the way I look and the way I feel about myself because I that has so much impact on my self image and self worth. And that's just how it is for me. Everyone's different. So. I don't I don't think that's vain at all. I think wanting to look good and look your best is a natural part of being a human. Yeah. I know that there are people who don't really care as much about their appearance, but I think they're the more unique I don't want to be mean, but they're the more unique like weird ones for not caring how they look. Yeah. I mean, even, even animals care about how they look to a certain extent. There are birds that yeah. use the way they look to Peacocks. attract, right. To attract mates. So yeah. like it's a part of living things to care about their appearance. So I don't think that's vain at all. That's Wanting to look point. your best is something that I think a lot of us are always thinking about. It's just those who have the drive to make themselves look their best that set them apart from those who don't. Mm. So next, after you've identified your values, which I know it's we've kind of given you the runaround because it's kind of hard to do. But once you know you have that baseline and you feel good about yourself, basically it's once you have that good self-image and self-confidence, ask yourself honestly, what kind of person do I want to be? What do I want to achieve? I want to be rich. <laughs> value money desire being rich <laughs> a lot of things can coincide like your value and what you want to be because you said a value of yours can be learning a certain language and programming and that can also be involved in the person that you want to be right. so they go hand in hand but the reason i ordered them this way is because i feel like you have to have that value you have to identify your values before you really know what you want to do and yeah. who you want to be. So with that being said, have you done that for yourself? Have you identified the person that you want to be? I mean, I know you brought forward two very good values, yes. uh, education and self-appearance. Yeah. So did you have to identify who you are before you could figure those values out? Or did you kind of like those ideas and values pop into your head and they help shaped you or shape you into the person you want to be. And if you remember, I actually had the person you want to be above 
values yeah. up until like 10 minutes before the podcast. That's true. That's true. You did have and me reorder because, them. <laughs> because I think when I originally thought about this, I did think of it in the way that you just mentioned. And it's very it's very back and forth. Um, There's no reason it can't yeah, be Yeah, it doesn't have to be one over the other. Right. But I feel like values in some way, if you can identify them, are probably the most important yeah. to find. And yeah, to answer your question, uh, yeah, they coincide really well. Like Because I care about the way I look and the way I feel, my the person I want to be is I want to be that person who goes to the gym as often as he can. I almost, with you saying that, I almost feel like they're the other way around. I think you need to identify the person you want to be yep. to figure out what your values are. Okay, that's fair. Like for me, my I guess my ultimate goal would be to make a living wage to support me and my family without leaving the house. I would love to work at home. That's an important value for me. Or that's an important factor of who I want to be as a person. I want to be someone who works from home, make my own schedule, you know, do it the way I want to do it, be my own boss essentially. Right, yeah. So that allows me to take a look at what I value in my life and what my goals ultimately are and will allow me to figure out what those values should be. It should be taking some time, setting it aside, learning how to do something that can make me the money that I need to stay at home. So even though money, I mentioned earlier, is one of my values, it's not really the the driving value. It's more like a, a, a benefit of... It's like a factor in... Right, yeah. yeah. It's like I, I get the... I reach the, the goal of being able to work from home and as a side benefit to that, now I'm making the money I need right. so I can stay home. So I guess I shouldn't really look at money as being a value. It should be a perk, basically, right. <laughs> of <laughs> reaching my goals a or perk my values. of the true value. Exactly. Or of the true person you want to be. So lastly, and I feel like it just gets easier as you kind of realize from the top-down list here, uh, is you need to identify what actually brings you joy and what actually brings you happiness. Are these three things, this list, did you come up with these three items yourself? Or did you glean them from somewhere? Or I actually, the, the list itself is all me, Yeah. but a lot of my ideas came from Chubby Emu. I took a lot of his ideas from a lot of his different videos. Yeah. And because I watched them all last January, so like a, last month, all those ideas were spinning around in my head and I've kind of mashed some together and kind of thought of old analogies that I've had in my head too. And it's like all kind of piecing into what this episode right. is. Well, it's yeah. cool to see that it's come together in this way. Yeah. So coming back to this third point, would you say that you identified your values and the person you want to be before realizing what brings you joy? Like basically what I'm asking is we, we have these three items in this order and I asked this on the second point. So I'd right. like to ask it on the third as well is identifying what brings you joy really the third thing in the order or should that be first? I should think it be second? I'm actually the most opinionated about this one in that I feel like it does have to be last year because what you think brings you joy doesn't necessarily bring you deep joy mm. if it doesn't correlate with your values and the person you want to be. 
That's a good I point. I enjoy playing video games. I was just going to bring video games up. And it brings me up. joy. Right. But it doesn't bring me a deep, fulfilling joy. Right. And that's the kind of joy that I'm talking about. Yeah. I have a perfect example of this. I Like I've mentioned on the last few episodes, I've been playing a lot of Rocket League lately. Yeah. And I love that game. I have so much fun when I'm playing it. Yeah. It's, I mean, for me... It's more fun than PUBG. I know we've had a lot of fun and spent a lot of hours playing that, but I could see myself playing 10 times as many hours of Rocket League and still not being bored. That's a long time. It is very, very fun. (laughs) But that being said, when I play Rocket League for a few hours and then I turn it off and I'm done playing, I immediately think, well, I just, I mean, there's two hours gone. Right. I had fun while I was doing it, but now I'm done. And what did that really gain me other than blowing two hours? It's a very shallow fun. Right. And that doesn't that's not to say that people don't deserve to have shallow fun. Everyone right. needs to because there's a certain there's a certain level of relaxation I don't think you can achieve through means other than shallow fun. Sometimes I think you just need to let your brain decompress and not worry about whether or not you're contributing to an end goal and more just enjoy yourself in the moment. You need that decompression time. You absolutely do need it. And here's an an idea for you along those lines. The person who is running toward their goal at a 90% effective rate for 10 years is always going to beat out the person running to their goal at 110% for a year or so. And I say this because the person who just chugs along at their goal and doesn't make time for that kind of mindless fun that Mm. video games and other things like that have, they're going to burn out. Exactly. So you have to leave room in your schedule for stuff like that. So in that sense, that shallow fun is just as important. Mm. I think that there are exceptions to the rule. And I think those exceptions manifest themselves in the greatest people that have lived like Bill Gates, Einstein, Elon Musk, like all these people that have created and built these amazing things. I think they're the exception to the rule. They're the type of people who don't need that mindless fun. I mean, they probably need some, but they don't need it to a degree that I want to say, I guess I'm going to say ordinary people need. They have this ability to, you know, put aside their current selves and focus on nothing but the future. And to them, that is the mindless fun that they need. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of the bee analogy? The bees in a beach ball analogy? I have not. Okay, so imagine this. There's a beach ball with hundreds. What color is the beach ball? The beach ball is clear because you need to see the bees. I need to see the bees. It's a clear (laughs) beach ball. There's hundreds of bees. And there's a J- uh, Jake and Joe show logo just to oh, okay. remind you that the show exists. Jake and Joe Beach Balls coming soon to okay. our merch store. That's right. And every bee is wearing a Jake and Joe show hoodie. Nice. <laughs> so nice. there's hundreds of those bees hanging out they in the beach They bought so many hoodies. Yeah, we are dude. set for life monetarily. <laughs> we can buy some new mics. <laughs> so these bees represent your thoughts. The beach ball represents kind of your brain and your progress. When hundreds of little bees are going in an unorganized fashion, hitting the ball left and right, the ball itself is never going to go anywhere. Holy crap. Yeah. So if you have little thoughts, and everyone does, like, I want to write a book someday. I want to go to the gym twice a week. I want to go skydiving. I really need to check in on my grandparents. I haven't seen them in a couple years. You're never going to get any of those things done because you're always letting your brain 
just have those thoughts and you're not honing in on what you find is important. Mm. And that's why we talked about the three-step thing with identifying what's important to you, essentially. So basically, you're taking those little random thoughts that are the bees flying yep. all over the place, and you're turning them into a set list of values that you can manage and work on. Yes, you're, you're making a hierarchy. Right. Now, when you decide on one thing, and specifically, what made me think of this is your Bill Gates exception to the rule idea where there's some mm. people who just focus on one thing they keep trucking they ignore everything else and just go for it and these are like the geniuses of the world right that's actually called something called monomaniacal focus you have that written down yeah that's cool that mm-hmm. that came together <laughs> yeah and that's because it has something to do with that b analogy people who can have this monomaniacal focus can turn all those little bees into just like one big bee. Basically, they decided this is what I want to do. And then that one giant bee pushes that ball very fast in the forward direction. Hmm. So that's a cool analogy. Yeah. Because the more of those bees that you can have working together and pushing in one direction, yep. the faster you reach your destination. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have them all going in the same direction right? because we're only human. We're not going to be able to control all these different goals and things that we want to accomplish in our lives. We're not going to be able to do that. But as long as you can target what's most important to you and have them work cohesively to bring you to your end goal, you're going to move even if slowly in the right direction. three steps forward, one step back type scenario. Yeah. Yeah, and that's true. That's a good point. And I think more of that needs to be talked about because a lot of motivation, especially motivational stories and ideas like the whole be in a beach ball thing mm. is romanticized and made kind of unrealistic because it is unrealistic to think, oh, okay, let's just turn all those little bees into one big bee and just push nonstop towards the end goal. It is, in reality, it is way more realistic to think like, like what you just said where, you know, as long as most of those thoughts are on one goal there's going to be a couple bees bouncing around bringing you back that's not a big deal because that's what life is you got to be able to forgive your past self for mistakes forgive the bouncing bees that's right forgive them um as long as you keep on making progress that's okay and that's we're talking about forgiving the bouncing bees that ties back into one of the points of no more zero days yeah forgive yourself exactly it's cool how this all ties in i mean throughout the last few weeks, we've talked about different ways that you can improve yourself. And it seems that all of these different things that we're talking about are interrelated in some way. Mm. And it's it's cool to, to see how maybe at the end of the season, if this is something we continue doing for the entirety of the season, how we can take a lot of the points and things that we've said and bring them together into, you know, I don't know, I guess I don't know where I was going with that to bring it together into one cohesive idea Mm. or something. I don't know. I don't really know where I was going. No, it's, I mean, it still makes sense. And the reason I I thought about a lot of these scenarios is because of no zero days, because that idea is very inspirational and to me, very relatable to my life as how it's been for the past couple months. So when I'm bringing up these ideas and we're bouncing ideas off each other, it's like we always have that no zero day mentality right. in our mind. Mm. So as we're sitting here talking, we're starting to realize that 
this is going to be a topic that spans multiple episodes. I know we talked about how this episode we were going to be talking about how to set realistic goals. And I also gave a little teaser earlier as to what the topic might be for next week's episode. We're thinking now that we're going to change the timeline of the next few episodes here. Um, What we're probably going to do is we're going to take setting realistic goals and move that forward a week. Talk about it for episode 66. And we'll just leave this episode with... This kind of primed your mind into setting realistic goals. Right. So basically we've given you guys at this point an introduction to how you go about setting realistic goals. I have a few other things I would like to talk about in terms of figuring out. Jake wants to bring up how to break down and set smaller goals. I have some things I want to talk about in terms of procrastination and how you can do that less. And I think that trying to cram that into less episodes is going to make it feel rushed Mm. and less natural. We need to take our time with this. Right. So I think splitting it up across more episodes and letting you guys wait for the next episode is going to build um, some anticipation. So for this week, I'd like you guys to think about what we just talked about. Um, I hope that it struck a chord with you in some way. Uh, So think about what your values are. Think about the type of person that you want to be and what you want to have accomplished. And share that with us. Because we will definitely, since since this is something we're going to talk about over multiple episodes, leave us some comments and we'll definitely bring it up because your story might give us points to talk about and mm-hmm. involve you guys and make this what we want it to be. Definitely. And for the third point with identifying what brings you joy, really sit down and think about the difference between joy and fun and maybe talk to us about it let us know like what you do for mindless fun and then what actually like brings you this like fulfillment in your life that comes along with like a true joy when your values are being met and the person you want to be is being worked towards if you spend the night playing rocket league and wake up in the morning and still feel the same happiness you felt the night before, maybe Rocket League is that fulfilling joy. But if you don't feel that, that's not it. So if you're doing something that you think is joy and you don't feel that same joy tomorrow when you wake up, think about it some more. Mm. Good call. That about wraps up our show this week, guys. We hope that you enjoyed. I know I enjoyed this topic a lot. This is probably the most fun I've had on the podcast in a long time. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I mean, at least since no more zero days. And I know that was only a handful of episodes ago at this point. I'm really glad you brought that because little did we know it's like shaping this whole season. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you interact with us. We'll throw up a few posts for you guys to comment on so we can uh, involve you guys and share your stories. Absolutely. So have a great week, guys. Until episode 66. Execute Order 66. Oh, no. We're we're there. We're to that number. We are. The people need a wise word. I can't believe I forgot. So (laughs) I forgot. Go ahead, Jake, and give us a wise word. Koala. Koala. Look up the koala. Research the koala and learn how the koala can shape who you are as a person. Are you a koala? No, you should be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, guys. That's it, guys. Enjoy the week. See you later.